The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. And then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. Happy New Year. I guess we should get that out of the way. And it is good that we make a prayerful beginning to this new year. And, and our wish for you and for your families is that you have a truly grace-filled, truly blessed new year. That the year that we enter prove to be better for you than the one that we are leaving. And that's not to say it was bad. But we always look for the grace of God to bring us to a better place. This is why we celebrate this marvelous feast today, this feast, this solemnity of the Holy Virgin Mary, the mother of God. What a remarkable title that is if we think about it, mother of God. Because when we make that statement, we say that he who has no origin outside of himself, he who created and produces all things, he who has no need to depend on anyone for anything, including his existence, humbled himself in such an unspeakably great way that he came into this world as a child, dependent and born of one of his creatures. And if that says something great about this creature, our lady of whom he has come into the world, it says something even greater about him the unspeakably great humility of Jesus Christ, the word by whom all things were made, that word whose goodness holds you in existence even now. He, the very image of the invisible God, lays aside his glory and so that he will save you, makes himself dependent on her. 
And she is the way that he comes into the world for you. What a remarkably beautiful mystery this is. The door that Christ passes to bring grace to your life has a name, and her name is Mary. And as we heard in our first reading, as the Lord instructs Moses and Aaron on how to bless the people, notice what is said about the blessing of God. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. Well, at the end of Mass, when the Blessed Sacrament is enthroned on the altar, that is exactly what we will be experiencing the Lord making his face to shine upon us. And we will linger in the light of that face, that presence which is blessing in and of itself. But before we get to that point, you will hear from the voice of the priest as he lifts up the consecrated host and chalice, Behold the Lamb of God. And behold means look up and see. But even as you look up to see him, his face is shining on you. And we mark today over this holy season that beautiful aspect of this mystery, that when the Lord Jesus Christ first let his face physically shine upon this world. That face emerged from and through the Holy Virgin Mary so that he might show the world his face. He has come to us through her. And as the Lord shines his face on the world and as the Lord with physical eyes looks out on the world for the very first time, who is he pleased to see but her? Her face is the first place face he sees. And in seeing her face, her sinless face, her faith, her face so filled with hope, so ardent in its love, so deep in its devotion, so strong in its believing, He sees the world in seeing her. He lays his eyes on her, and in so doing, lays them on the world. And the first touch that he feels as he is born is the touch of her hand and the warmth of the love that she holds within her hand for him. And his first resting place in this world is not the manger. His first resting place is in her arms. How exquisitely beautiful this mystery that we celebrate. Mary, the mother of God. And to understand and appreciate the greatness of this mystery, we simply need to look and consider 
Jesus himself. Why do we accord such high honor to Our Lady? Because he does. He is the one who has chosen her to be his mother. He is that one who says, I will come into this world only through Mary, with Mary, in Mary, and by Mary. And that I will honor my heavenly Father more fully by depending on her than simply moving forward with no need of anyone else. What a remarkably beautiful mystery this is. And this is why the church reminds us the essence of our salvation is that as we hear from St. Paul, God sent his son born of woman so that we might become his children by adoption. Slaves no longer, but sons, St. Paul says. Adopted into the life of the Lord who has taken our humanity onto himself. But if we are his adopted brothers and sisters, then it is important that we recognize we're adopted into his household. And his household has a father. That is Almighty God. And his household has a mother. That's how this works, isn't it? And so note, we celebrate she who is mother of God, and in doing so, we recognize that she is mother to us as well. Because Christ shares his life with us because Christ shares himself with us. And in that full sharing is a sharing in Our Lady. And this is why our prayer at the beginning of Mass asks the Lord for that curiously beautiful grace that we might benefit from the intercession, the help of her, who is the mother of Christ his Son, the mother of God, that we might avail ourselves of her maternal help. What a beautiful, beautiful prayer that is. That insistence then that on this day we don't simply say nice things about Mary, but that in the spirit of Christ himself, following his pattern, his model, his example, we turn to her with a confident trust as good children, true sons and daughters. And with the holy confidence, allow her and ask her to help us to grow to full maturity in the grace of Christ her Son. Beautiful gift that is. And understand this. She who is mother of God is indeed your mother, and not simply metaphorically, not simply theoretically, but in all actuality, because your faith and your relationship with Jesus is the child of hers. 
Hers is the faith by which Christ comes to you. Hers is the relationship with the Lord which makes your relationship with Jesus possible. To say that she is mother of God is to name her mother of Savior, the Savior, mother of salvation, the mother of the life that you share and have in Christ Jesus. Again, how remarkably beautiful. She is that one. The more we have her in our lives, who will allow us to see more clearly that glorious light from the face of Christ as he turns his gaze upon us and lets his face shine upon us that we might be blessed, that we might be saved, and that we might receive and live and grow to full maturity, not in the licentious freedom of this world, which is simply slavery by another name, but in that true freedom of the children of God. For in the fullness of time, God sent his son, born of a woman, so that you might receive adoption. What a great and glorious mystery we celebrate. And note how when we celebrate Our Lady this way, we know clearly who it is that has saved us. And because we know that, we also know clearly and truly who indeed we are ourselves. Slaves no longer, but sons and daughters of him who is the Eternal Father. Amen.